0: Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being Filthy Rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hello, friends.
1: Hello.
0: Hello. Um, so as usual, I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Kate Sitars, and today we also have the pleasure of being joined by George Gorange, who is a CCA student, now a, also a professional copywriter, a former teacher, all kinds of things to, to dig into in your story. A master.
1: I so, <laughs> <a, laughs> call <laughs> you a master now. I feel like that's... Well, uh... <laughs> I've had too
2: many jobs. Too many jobs.
1: <laughs> yeah. So welcome,
0: George. We're excited to excited to dig in.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
0: So, George, uh, as you were saying, um, you have had a variety of different uh, different experiences, different roles before you came to copywriting. Can you give us some idea of what your background has been?
2: I certainly can. Um, oh. It's kind of a long story um, because, well, before before copywriting, I was one of those people who kind of I don't want to say like serial jumped around lots of different jobs. But that's exactly what I did um, because I went to university, um, Durham University, which is in the north of England, and I studied a degree in archaeology and ancient civilizations. Um, And I was really into sort of Egyptology, ancient Greeks, Romans all of that, all of that jazz. And um, I left university and I tried to get an archaeology job, but it's really, really difficult to do that. Um, I have no idea why to this day, but it's just really, really hard. So I spent about two years after I graduated, maybe a year and a half, um doing various different jobs working in different bars um working in hotels i was a tour guide at a museum i did some yeah related things um and then eventually i did get an archaeology job which was great um and i discovered yeah within about a year it, it just wasn't for me anymore um very very interesting don't get me wrong um it didn't really sit with me anymore um the pay was rubbish um it was terrible terrible pay and yeah i i moved from there into actually wine sales so um yeah i used to sell wine uh over the phone uh not cold calling for well a bit of cold calling fortunately but it was to people who who had an an account with this uh with this company that i worked for after that um I did a couple of little bits and bobs in between. um, But then I started teacher training. I was a teacher um, about a year and a half. And then, um, yes, also decided that wasn't for me. Um, That time it was down to, I suppose, you know, I think universally teachers aren't paid enough and any teachers who are listening, um, I think you'll agree. Um, and eventually it got to that point and um a lot of mental health difficulties, hooray. Um, and I left teaching about three weeks before COVID, um, which was really, really bad timing in hindsight, but also not because then it led me to where I'm now. Um, then I went back to Durham, did a master's in bioarchaeology, and then it was actually, yeah, January, January last year. So that'll be yeah, 2021. Um, that I started the copywriting course. And yeah, here I am. I am now full-time freelance copywriter about a year and a half later.
0: Very exciting. Um, What got you interested in in copywriting?
2: Um, Well, I'd done little bits and pieces here and there before. Um, So the wine job, for example, um, I did various kinds of, of Salesy communications for them, um, worked with the the marketing department on a couple of things. Um, and they were just like, oh, you know, you're you're good at writing type thing. And I was like, Oh, yeah, I didn't really know what it was um at the time. And then um, what was it? it was someone, someone mentioned it to me. Um someone that I knew from school, I kind of it was at this uh, reunion event or something, mentioned that they're like, Oh, they were working with this with a copywriter. And I was like, hmm sounds a little bit like what I did, um, for, for a time with, with the wine job. Um, and then didn't really think anything of it until I, I had a, a Facebook advert basically pop up for your course. And I, I was like, Oh yeah, there's that word again, copywriting, looked into it, watched your little intro video. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. I think I could do this job. Um, and yeah, that kind of set me on, on the path. I, I, I attended the course I ran through it I learned the things and now I write the words so <laughs> there, you <go. laughs>
0: there you go boom that's it <laughs> there you thank, well,
2: thank you thank you very much for, for the course and for, for for putting me on the track I suppose because I think you know I I, I say to people sometimes like, what do you do like, I'm a copywriter and they're like oh is that like the legal thing that's the mm-hmm. classic one that yeah. I get No, (laughs) don't come to me for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know anything uh, about legal things or illegal things.
1: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Don't come to me.
2: Just don't don't come to me for that. Just come to me if you want to, you know, if you want your business to get noticed more or at all. Um yeah, that's that is not what I do, you know.
1: I'm curious though because I know you said um you joined in January and I feel like you had your first client pretty quickly thereafter. I'm cu- how did that come about and talk to Yeah, further.
2: so um it was really quick. So uh, it's a, it's kind of a kind of a sad story, I guess, because um you know when you go through these periods of like dramatic change where uh, it can either sort of really get you down or galvanize you into doing something. Um, it kind of did both for me. So it was a a combination of, you know, COVID lockdowns and, and then just a series of, of, yeah, situations which started to sort of play on my mind and get worse and worse. And, you know, the isolation of COVID and stuff. And then I was like, Oh, you know what, sod this, I'm going to, I'm going to do something about it. And, um, so I, I mentioned, obviously I was doing my master's and, um, I needed some kind of income to um, to kind of prop me up towards the end of that master's year. I needed to make some money to 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 pay my rent, basically. So I was like, oh, you know, I, I set myself a little target um, of oh, I can't remember what it was. I think so. I started in January. I wanted to make five hundred pounds copywriting by the time um, I think it was by June. So yeah, first six months um, by June, I wanted to make uh, five hundred pounds. And I did better than that because um, I got my first client uh, right at the beginning of March. Um, I, I went through the course really quickly. I was like, right, I'm going to do my website. I'm locked in with you know COVID. Don't have anything else to do. Don't have anywhere to go. Slammed through the whole thing and um, built my website. And then yeah, got my first client. And I yeah, that was that was about a thousand pounds. So I was like, oh. Maybe I should focus on this a bit more rather than doing the master's. Um, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. I I, I, I passed the master's um, and uh, I, I got a good mark in the end.
0: Um, so it, first client, you got that first client right away and it was for it blew your goals out of the water. Um, where did you go from there?
2: Um, so, yeah, from there, I um, just started, I started pitching, um, obviously, different people. Um, so I was doing uh, probably between 20 and 30 pitches per week. Um, and, you know, some weeks, I think, you know, like you mentioned uh, on the course, like some sometimes you get uh, quite a lot of, of hits and sometimes you don't. Um, and I did. I did kind of. I was going to say invest. but I didn't actually pay for it, but I spent some time, you know, tracking down like a you know, um, a software that tells you if someone's opened the email and things like that. Um, and actually kind of, uh, um, stressed me out a little bit. Um, so I ended up, I ended up cutting it off. I was like, now I'll just send it and then they'll reply, um, or they won't. And, um, yeah, I'd say I probably got maybe, yeah, two or three responses in every 25, um, which is pretty good. And yeah, two of them, I, It was uh, a guy who wanted some, some social media doing, he, he ran runs still, I hope Um, (laughs) uh, a company that sells olive oil and halloumi cheese. Um, So he wanted his social media doing um, on a regular basis. Um, so I started doing that for him for a bit and then I did, I'm I'm still doing this actually. Um, so it's been a a long-term client. Um, I do content for a, uh, a website that does uh, men's underwear i know far too much now about men's thongs um you know like way way more than i needed to know ever but you, know, <laughs> can you
1: ever know too much about this it sounds like <laughs> I,
2: know, I, I add it to my knowledge bank of like you know you've got archaeology you've got yeah. teaching, and you've got men's thongs what you know, I love it
1: you very well-rounded out.
0: I feel like this can all come together in the future for you at some point.
2: (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, socks as well. It's not all about the pants, Um, but yeah, I still do that. Um, So that's, yeah, a long-term client. And that's, I think if I'm, if I'm going to give advice to people, um, just just off the top of my head right now, if you can find stuff like that, then that's great because, you know, that pretty much uh, I do maybe three or four articles per week. And that pays my bills and my rent. And then everything on top of that is for me. So awesome. <laughs> um oh, well, we were talking about where I went after that. Well, there's a, after that, because that was when I was still finishing off the, the masters and writing the dissertation. So while I was doing that, I, I didn't pick anything else up. I was like, I'm going to stop pitching because I need to focus on this. I probably I was gonna should. I
1: say, you were working part-time then hours, right? Yeah, probably. yeah, part-time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, part-time. Yeah. Um, so I was doing, yeah, about, I think, Three blog articles and then just various social posts um, each week, and probably working about yeah two days two days per week, Um, and then the rest. I'd love to say that the rest was on the dissertation, but it definitely. Um, but how cool I'm, that
1: you were covering all your bills with part-time work. That's that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. As well, I think that's the thing is you know um, when I when I was kind of on the fence about signing up to the course I suppose um you know Nikki was saying things about like uh oh you can you can earn this money and you can do this and I was like oh can you though can you though? Know? you can it can be done <laughs> I have done it and I am doing it now and uh I mean well today Friday day off I don't work Fridays um good for you yeah because I I don't need to honestly I could, but don't want to <laughs> um which is great I think yeah it's uh one of the I was a kind of inspired reverse inspired by my dad um because when I was growing up people so he was an accountant and um, consultant and he would go to work at 6 a.m and he would come back at 7 p.m probably later than that And he would just be tired all the time and a bit stressed out. And and even if he wasn't, he was tired and just didn't really have much time or energy, I suppose, time and energy to to kind of like, you know, spend time with me. And so one of the things that I was thinking about, you know, starting a career in, in this is like, I want to have kids one day and now I can spend time with them when I want um because a lot of the deadlines i have as well are really flexible because sometimes inspiration strikes you at one in the morning sometimes it hits you at 9 a.m you know it's 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 nice and flexible as long as you hit that deadline second piece of advice hit the deadlines don't don't be late (laughs) i've never done it but um i know people who have (laughs) yeah um but yeah finishing off the um part about my my little journey Um, I was doing a a personal um, kind of blog post to to beef up my website a little bit on uh, what makes a good job description um, and and how you should write one and I was trawling around uh, LinkedIn for for different different job descriptions and I found one um, for this uh, agency in London and I was like actually this one's pretty good Um, you know it's it, it, it literally only got one thing wrong really um which the, it, it didn't say the salary on it which is a big big bugbear for me i love it when a job description says you could earn between 30 to thirty-five i i'm like good tell me that's the that's the reason people want a job for get paid tell people you know um so that yeah i i essentially used that as an example and i was like why don't i just it was a, it was a copywriting job and i was like i'll just apply for it then um and see what happens and uh yeah i don't do this (laughs) but i may have had a bit of wine and i was like oh you know i'll i'll just i'll just do super casual like you know i think this is perhaps one of the best ways to to go about things because when you're not like um putting so much i'm not saying get drunk and do stuff but like not putting so much expectation on yourself to like i have to make this perfect and it has to be um you know i was just Yeah, really loosey goosey with it, had a bit of fun and it got passed straight to the CEO and he was like, I love this. It's funny, like you have to come in and meet us. Um, So I, well, at the time we couldn't really, but, um, you know, get on a call. And um, yeah, that led to me getting an agency job, which I started after university in October. And yeah, like what a load of experience that will give you. Um, so now, I mean, everything I was doing before, I suppose, you know, the the underwear, the, the olive oil and, and social media bits and bobs and things like that, bit rinky dink. Um, but now, you know, I've written for Kraft Heinz Global, Matalan, um, big consulting firms in London, a, a big real estate agency also in London, um, uh, Language, learning company um a little I guess similar to Duolingo um called Preply um which they're really cool people Mm -hmm. and uh, a Swiss a Swiss company that makes running shoes called On Running um also really cool um really huge variety of of things and people and stuff oh yeah the, the post office the, the okay. whole british post office cool like random um but yeah they want a set of tone of voice guidelines all right so we're doing that and um yeah so uh been working with that agency uh since october uh in march i went freelance um because i wanted to move i was living in london at the time and i wanted to move back to norwich it's where i'm from and um you know, just be closer to uh, my mum and like friends that I've got up here and things like that. And I was like, well, I could. And um, yeah, they they offered me like a, a freelance um, sort of consulting contract. And um, yeah, still still going.
0: That's amazing. So really just to it was 10 months from you being absolutely brand new to copywriting, never having heard about it, to be writing for Kraft Heinz <laughs> yep. and all of these other and the British Post Office. Um, that's amazing. That is really fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, and, um,
1: actually, yeah,
2: it, it felt it felt like longer than that because of COVID. <laughs> but um yeah, I think it was yeah, kind of crazy really, because literally I, I walked into the office on day one. Also, strange to note, um the, I was the only copywriter. Mm at the place. I mean, Wild. it's an agency of, um, I think at the time it was about 90 people. Yeah. I was the only copywriter and You're I was still like,
1: the only copywriter.
2: Um, there's a couple of other freelancers, okay. that they do, okay. but I'm, I'm the main one. Um, awesome. but at the same time, it's, 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 it's stressful because I'm the only one and I have to be involved in everything, but it's also great because I'm the only one and I have to be involved in everything. So, um, really great for the experience. Um, I think, yeah, the, the one thing that I kind of um, miss out on, I suppose, in that situation is that I don't really have like a, a mentor as such. Um, Well, I I do, but not specific to my field. Mm -hmm. Um, I've I've had, yeah, like, I mean, it's great company, great bunch of people. Um, It's very um, young, company but yeah there was a few people who've um who've been in in the game like creative business for a while and like straight out of university for them and so yeah they were giving me um you know tips and tricks and things to do and 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 all of that and um yeah i think the, yeah literally the only thing I, I missed out on was that kind of um senior mentor copywriter like to help me i mean i've definitely i'm definitely a better writer than i was um now than than when i than when I started in October, but um, yeah, I would I would seek one out if I, was, if I was giving tips and tricks. But yeah, yeah, it's it's been a a weird journey. I suppose, um, because, you know, obviously I was um, pretty active in the in the Facebook group, um, especially last year as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing the like the the successes of people and stuff like that, I was like, I'd love me a piece of that. But it probably won't happen. Um, and yeah. and then like, yeah, I was I was thinking about it about about three weeks ago, actually. And I was like, wow, you know, I, I kind of am one of these people. Um, yeah. And, I just didn't, didn't even realize that it had happened because it was like, you know, there's always stuff going on. I'm busy. And I was like, no, actually. You're guess- taking
1: action. You were head down, you're doing the work and.
2: Exactly. You pick your head
1: out of water and look, you're like, Oh yeah. Um, oh
2: yeah.
1: I have, I have a career. I'm, I'm
2: further than I wanted to be. Um, <laughs> further than I ever thought that I could be even. Um, so yeah, now I need to, to plan what the hell I'm going to do to like, take it further, I guess. Um, I don't have to do that. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm fine where I am for now.
1: What a cool feeling though, that you have, I just love that you, you embraced the opportunities that, you know, were in front of you and you went for things and then you decided I want to freelance again because I want to move. And you made yeah. that like the flexibility that you've flexed. Yeah. <laughs> of really? The career is, is awesome that, you know, you, I feel like so many people get stuck in that mindset of I have to do this. I have to be freelance or I have to be agency. And now you've got so many cool portfolio pieces. That's only going to help your freelance business.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, God, yeah, well, (laughs) I need to shove them all into my website somewhere and probably move on some of the smaller ones, mental healthy things. They still creep in every now and again. And this kind of prompted like a a bit of mindfulness there. And I was like, you know what? You're bloody lucky. Um, you know even though sometimes it it can get really stressful and there's too many things uh to do but like i kind of i kind of got exactly what i wanted especially with this um with this whole you know move back to to norwich and then and then become freelance again um you know i i had that idea in my head when i when i put it to them and i said you know um because you know i i get I get social anxiety since COVID um, and from teaching. It's one of the unfortunate side effects um, that I've experienced. Um, and I'm much less I'm much more introverted than I used to be. Don't sound it, but I really am. And um yeah, I having to commute into the office and um get on the London Underground. I don't know if you guys have ever been, but yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And um especially like going into the office and um being in recruitment as well, that the other half of the business, it was it was a lot um, of a lot of extroverted people who want to talk to you all the time. And I'm like, no, please. I need to write. Yeah, I wanna I wanna work from home, um, and I think you know. Well, now I do um, pretty much, yeah, all the time. Uh, but yeah, you know, the only thing that I have to worry about now is like I have to get out and about, and I you know I do stuff with you know, but it's it's all on my terms, so. Mm-hmm you know, it's super lucky. I was talking to to my parents about signing up for the course um, because obviously recent luck had not gone very well other than getting accepted onto the master's course, of course. But then they were like, well, what do you want from your job then? And I was like, well, I quite like, you know, I like the sound of this. I like the sound of this lifestyle. And they're like, right. Okay. My dad said, ideal situation. What, what do you want? What do you want? And I was like, right, I want to go because my favorite city, um, I want to go to Rome. I want to sit on the balcony of my Airbnb with my whatever I've got, coffee, espresso. I want to finish off a piece of work and then I want to close my laptop and I want to get out and do something cool. And he's like, right, OK, do you think you can do this with this job? And I was like, I don't know. Um, and I haven't done it yet. But I know for a fact that I I could fly to Rome this afternoon if I wanted um,
1: you're off yeah. friday let's do it <laughs> <Yeah>. we'll <laughs> um, meet you there <laughs>
2: yeah yeah it'd be awesome <laughs> and you know my i've got a half sister she lives in portugal i'm gonna go visit them you know next month um i'll be working some of the time but then that's the beauty of the thing um i could, all i need is is the laptop which i'm on right now and uh it weighs about what a kilogram and I, as long as i've got an internet connection it's all i need I mean, it takes a bit of planning. It's not as simple as just, as just jump on a plane. Um, Cause like, you know, you've got to meet your commitments that you, that you make. And that's, I think one of the, well, it's the, it's the key thing about being a freelancer really is that you don't have that credibility of a, of a large company to, to back you up. If, if something goes wrong or if you mess up or anything like that, so you do have to be a little bit careful, but you know, it's, now I'm making sound sound harder than it is Um, somewhere in the middle there where it's like yeah you can totally do that Um, just plan it a bit and then you're great Um, yeah
0: make sure you've got wi-fi don't travel on a deadline day and or turn Mm -hmm. it in ahead of time if you're traveling on a deadline day but yeah I have to say uh, personally I really love hearing from students who have heard me talk about these things and are like, nah, I don't know if that's actually possible. (laughs) And then come back and say, ah, yes, it's all completely possible. And then.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's because I'm a, I'm a, well, probably. Yeah. Thank, thank my parents and my circle of friends for this. I'm a massive cynic. So like, you know, actually the the fact that I even started the course at all is something of a miracle um, in itself. So, you know, anyone who's on the fence and listening to this um, do it because if I can do it, you can do anything. Yeah. I, I think in terms of my, my plans for, for, for what I want to, what I want to do um, I really need to sit down as well. And this, I, I did this originally, didn't I, with my, with my, I want to earn 500 pounds in, in six months. And then mm-hmm. and I did way more than that. And I was just like, I I really need to sit down and um, and like plan a a goals, you know, a business plan, I suppose, um, because like I've I've more than replaced my teaching salary um, and I'm still, you know, I'm still not working full time. I'm I'm doing a solid three days a week, usually four. And I've yeah, I I don't want to say I've doubled. I've doubled it because time will tell. But on the track that I am currently on. I have more than doubled it. Um, it's just a, sent, uh, a case of sustaining this momentum um, for, for the rest of the year. But then I was just like, wow, you know, commuting um, and, you know, teaching and being in a room with rowdy kids and having stuff thrown at you. Um, it just happened. What uh,
1: ages were they? Uh,
2: 11 to 18. Okay. Uh, ooh,
1: ooh. Yeah, this was a yeah. particularly.
2: a particularly the brutal
1: uh, range, all of, all of that range.
2: Yeah, um, I don't have to put up with any of that anymore. Um, and like you know, it's not all—it's all not all rosy all the time, hundred percent. Like as as I mentioned, you know, I, I struggle with mental health things um, issues from time to time, and and some of that can be affected by the work. Like um, you know, especially working from home, it can be quite isolating at times. And uh, yeah, sometimes you have really big deadlines, and you have these. I mean, I was writing these um, this article this week that's going to be. Uh, published in this um marketing magazine it's for the for the company oh. um, I'm with and uh you know I sat there I had I had 6 hours blocked in to write this thing it was 800 words and um you know it was on the company time and I was sat there for about 4 hours going like uh oh. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, I don't know what to write about. And then, literally, in the last hour, and it all came out um, in the end. But, like, yeah, it can be stressful. It can be stressful. You don't do
1: day rates, though. People that are like, I'm going to do all of this in a day. What if that day (laughs) day is a week?
2: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Give yourself
1: space on deadlines. I feel like that's the takeaway.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I think, like, but then, you know, um, the, the other side of that is like the more practice you get, like, you just have more refined processes and, mm-hmm. uh, and things come easier. And, you know, it's, I think it's the, the biggest, the biggest validation I think for me in this, in this job is when someone tells you, um, like, you know, they read something you've written, they go, wish I could write that or wish mm-hmm. I could write like that. And then like, I do that to people all the time as well. Like there's plenty of times I look on the, um, you know, the posts on the group, um, in, in the Facebook group, and I see things that people have written. I was like, that's great damn it (laughs) why didn't I why didn't I think of that um but like you know that it happens to me as well like it happens to it happens to all of us we're Mm -hmm. writers after all and um yeah like it's just it's really nice when people are like oh I wish I could and then you go but you can and then in the secretly in the back of your head you're like no you can't I'm I'm the best um because like you're I've written this thing it's great um (laughs) but um yeah, it's just a good feeling when, like, you know, you nail something and someone's like, "Oh, yeah, I, w- I wish I could write like you could write." Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's it makes it all worthwhile, and the money's great too, <laughs> which also <laughs> makes it very worthwhile. But uh, it's just everything, really, just everything about the uh, the whole the whole deal. It's uh, yeah, completely life changing yeah you 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 got to put the work in you got to put the work in but i think the, yeah the the takeaway is that it's totally possible um and you know i didn't believe that it was and it is and sometimes i have to remind myself of that um <laughs> which uh, yeah a few weeks ago um but yeah very very possible
1: that's
0: and, awesome uh, yeah that's awesome. <laughs> um well this has been fascinating and I know that our, our listeners are going to to love hearing your story and love hearing you overcome your cynicism to have so much <laughs> success in this field now if someone is listening and they're thinking "Ooh, you know I I really like what he had to say I like his vibe I'm interested in hiring him um what is your portfolio so that they could find you
2: uh, yes, so my portfolio is um this is this is where having a weird name doesn't come in very handy. Um we'll link so- to it.
1: We'll link to it. It's fine. Look <laughs> in the show notes. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, we can link to
2: it, but it is it is Com. That's gorringecop y.com. Um and yeah, I well, if people are going to go check it out,
1: you've got a couple of weeks <laughs> to To get it I updated if do you do want do so do you're do good it.
2: um like <laughs> we
0: just gave you a deadline to yeah. update your i
1: program. can give it to you right. after this of when this is going to publish and then you have a, yeah. a hard deadline I work, I work better
2: to a deadline Perfect. so a challenge exactly. accepted i can exactly. do that um, good but i was did. meaning to re give it a refresh anyway there's um, the motivation
1: you need it's, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: you're welcome
2: yeah Thank you very much. Yeah. We're here.
1: <laughs> it's actually what this podcast is. It's an intervention for your portfolio. Yeah. We actually saw and we were like, George, you need to update it that. It's help It's rubbish. No, rubbish. no, no. <laughs>
0: logos on there from these big clients. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: yeah I need to get those logos on. There, there'll be a bunch. So
0: <laughs> Exactly. No, but this has been this has been super interesting, super interesting, and I know that uh, all of our followers are going to to really enjoy this episode uh, and find it particularly inspiring so I appreciate it and congratulations for being one of those people that you used to see in the group that you were like wow I'd love to be have that success. Congratulations for being one of those people and being one of the people that uh that provides inspiration. And thank you for joining us today. So a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun.
2: thank you very much for, for having me. Yeah no it, it it feels good. It feels good. Um it's uh yeah one of those things I got the uh the invite through and I was like oh me what do you <laughs> what do you want to talk to me for? Um, I'm just some, some guy, uh, in England. Um, but yeah, there you go. I think that's, that's, yeah, my, the key, the key takeaway for anyone listening is even if you're a cynic, it's totally possible you can do this. And it's, you know, um, I I wouldn't say that I'm like filthy rich yet, but I could be.
0: I love it. Very soon. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, I couldn't have wrapped it up any better myself. So then with that, okay. we will catch you all in the next episode. Bye everybody. Like what you heard subscribe to the build your copywriting business podcast. So you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at free We'll catch you in the next episode.